Good morning, dear uh, friends and family. I guess we're all family in Christ, so uh, it's so good to be gathered together apart, I guess, and uh, to worship the Lord. And um, yeah, can't wait till this building can be full of people and full of y'all, and but we're going to worship the Lord this morning. I'd like to read uh, Psalms chapter 16, starting at uh, verse 8. It says, I have set the Lord always before me, because He is at my right hand, I shall not be moved. Therefore, my heart is glad, and my glory rejoices. My flesh also will rest in hope, for you will not leave my soul in Sheol, nor will you allow your Holy One to see corruption. You will show me the path of life, and in your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. And uh, that's such a, an encouraging passage of scripture for me. Um, I love that last verse. You will show me the path of life, and in your presence is fullness of joy. Um, you know, this world has a lot of things that can, um, a lot of good things we can enjoy. We can enjoy each other. We can enjoy um, good food. And there's so many things, but really true joy comes from being in the presence of the Lord. And... Um, Start out with a song called Draw Me Close.
this morning and father we acknowledge that you are all that we want lord jesus everything we need everything um, that we desire is found in you lord jesus god every good gift and perfect gift comes from you lord and we give you praise and adoration this morning lord thank you so much for your love for us your goodness lord and god we just want to worship you and god i pray for every believer um and everyone uh, else who's watching uh, this stream this morning, I pray, God, that you would just fill our hearts with joy. And, God, that you would um, just draw us to you, Lord, and give us fresh courage and fresh, fresh strength, Lord Jesus, um, to live for you, Father. Lord, we just thank you so much for um, all that you are to us. And thanks that, um, that you never leave us or forsake us, that you're with us always, Lord Jesus. Father, as we continue to sing, I just pray that our hearts just be turned towards you and that we could be refreshed and encouraged and give you all the honor and all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen.
Father, thank you, Lord Jesus, for the rest that we can have in you, Lord. And just to know that you you are truly a good, good Father, Lord. No matter what life circumstances bring, God, you always give us the strength needed to get through it, Lord, or you provide a way, Lord Jesus. Thank you that you're that good shepherd um, and the king of love, Lord. God, we just worship you this morning.
the length of days Thy goodness faileth never Good shepherd, may I sing your praise Within your house forever Within your house forever
All right. Well, I had the children come up, all four of them. That happened to be my four. <laughs> um, all right. So we're going to start out with this little light of mine. You guys all know the motions? Okay. See if I can get the verses in the right order. Should we throw in Jericho in here? Oh my goodness. Uh, well, maybe not. <laughs> um, all right, David. Only a boy named David. Only a boy named David. Only a sling. Hang on, I gotta get this right. Only a boy named David and a little sling, right? All right. Okay. Sorry. My bad. Only a boy named David. that again.
Okay, so we'll be about 15 seconds and then we'll be on. <clears throat> seconds here so you have a little bit of time. All right, you're on. Okay, well good morning uh, church family. Uh, we're blessed today to have uh, a dear brother that I got to know when uh, I was in Australia uh, last uh, October. He's one of the elders there in the church in Brisbane, Grace Christian Fellowship. That's right, correct JP? Grace Christian Fellowship. And uh, I'm just so blessed that he was willing to share the word with us uh, today. Uh, you can um, also, I know you'll be blessed and you can appreciate it's about three o'clock in the morning, Australia time. So uh, we're just honored and blessed, brother, to have you here and share the word. And my mind went to uh, Romans chapter 10 where he says this word in verse 15, and how shall they preach unless they are sent? Mm. Just as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring glad tidings of good things. And the gospel is the glad tidings of good things, the best glad tidings we have uh, on the earth. And uh, so, brother, your feet are beautiful, and uh, we bless God for it. Uh, JP told me that the Lord has put a word on his heart. And so without further ado, uh, we'll pray and then we'll give him the time to share the word with us. Oh, Father in heaven, we come to you in the name of Jesus and we bless you for your goodness and for your kindness to us. Thank you for the inspiration of your holy word mm-hmm. that you put it into our hearts and you write it in our on our minds. You Uh, translate it to us through the power of the Holy Spirit. And so you share your heart with your people. And I pray that you would bless my brother, our brother, as he shares the word with us. Thank you for his willingness to be a vessel of honor that you can be used as a channel to flow uh, your, your living water from heaven through to us this morning. So we pray that you would give him the grace to share and you would divinely inspire not only his heart, but now his lips as he shares your word with us. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, brother. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, it is a real blessing to be with you. Even though it's three o'clock here in the morning, uh, I am really glad to be up and to have this time with you and to have the privilege to share the, the word of God with you um it's been something that the lord has been pressing for quite some time on my heart um in fact i i shared this word with uh the church here in in brisbane um i think it was last week in january or the first week um in february um and it is it is just such an important uh, time we live in and I've said this uh, to Brother Phil um, as we spoke, I think, yesterday, um, 
that we need the, the living word. We need to hear from the Lord. And um, it's such an important time. You know, Amos, the book of Amos uh, warns us in chapter 8 that, that there's a famine coming, uh, not a famine of food and drink, but a famine for the word of God. And so uh, what a blessing it is when the Lord does speak. And, and uh, I pray that our hearts are, are ready to, to receive. Um, what the Lord pressed on my heart at, uh, about <clears throat> in the last week in January, early February, I was meditating um, in the book of James. And um, I was just um, reading through some of the verses there. Um, I was praying, I was seeking, I was pressing in. Um, and the Lord pressed onto my heart these words. It is time to be rooted. It is time to be rooted. And I remember um, really being so uh, moved by these words that um, I, I shared this in the church. I, I shared a whole message about being rooted and the Lord really pressed on my heart. I, I couldn't explain it, but the Lord told me that there was a storm coming, that he was going to shake the nations. Um, and of course, um, in, in that time, um, the coronavirus was, was still only largely in China and, and you know how fast things have changed. Um, and I've just seen all these things that the Lord has been pressing to in, in, in my heart is, is some things that I think um, we all need to hear. And I meditated over and over again. And so I want us to look um, at a passage in the book of James. In uh, James chapter 1, uh, verse 19, uh, James goes on to say, he says, Know this, my beloved brothers, that every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger, for the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Therefore, put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness and with meekness receive the implanted word that is able to save your soul. And um, this, is the, this is the word that, that the Lord was pressing on my heart about this implanted word and the, the time that we live in to be rooted, to be rooted. We know that the scriptures tells us that in these last days, as God will continue to shake the heavens and the earth, as the minor prophets, you know, has warned us, uh, Zephaniah, uh, these books tells us that God will shake the heavens and the earth. Um, and everything that can be shaken will be shaken. And we know that the scriptures tells us that in the last days, um, there will be this great fall away that many will depart from the faith. Um, and so to be rooted, there is no more important time than, than now to, to make sure that we are standing on the rock, that God is our refuge, that he is our tower to, that we run to, um, and that our roots are deep. Um, as someone who, who the Lord has you know, I, I remember when I got born again, it was, it, was, it was a radical change in my life. But even as walking with Jesus, I have always been amazed about what kind of things he can still find left in my heart. 
And um, the more and more I walk with the Lord, those, those eyes of fire has been able to bring things to surface, to the surface in my heart that I, I just never knew it was there. And this is a time where God wants to prune us and God wants to be sh make sure that we as his people are in fact rooted in him. And so we look in the passage here that we have in, in the book of James. It tells us here that we are to put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness. Now, we know that the seed in, 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 in the word of God, um, in the Bible, represents the word, represents the word that, that God sows. Um, one thing I have seen, and we, we all would um, put our hands up and, and say, we have been so blessed as being in a Western country to be exposed to uh, uh, just a plethora of material, words, exhortations, books. Uh, we, we have not been, um, uh, uh, never ever have, have uh, um, been uh, under persecution. We, we, we as, as a people in, in, these in, in these Western countries have always had availability to the word of God. Uh, we've been able to meet, we've been able to gather, we've been saturated. There is all kinds of things that we can read today and, and, and hear today. And we could just go on online on, and we can listen to all kinds of messages and sermons and be encouraged. And not only that, we have plethora of, of books of brothers and sisters who have come before us. We have just so much of the word of God. But when we look at the state of Christianity in the West, uh, there's something doesn't quite measure up. And um, even as, as someone who, who, who's a leader in the church, one of the biggest burdens I have, uh, along with the other elders here in Brisbane, is are, am I growing in Jesus? Am I every day, am, am I changing? Am I being transformed in the likeness of Christ? And is the people around me, is my family and my church family, are, are they growing? Are they growing? And, you know, we've experienced the blessing of God so much in, 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 in our midst. And many brothers and sisters, it doesn't seem that there's always the growth. There's always the change. And um, as God was pressing this word upon my heart, um, he really brought me back to this first thing that needs to happen. And that is this putting away of all filthiness and rampant wickedness. You see, the reason why um, it is the word of God is, is not having its effect in, 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 in our lives as it should. And, and in Western Christianity, as it should, is because there is just so much of the old life still in there. There's all of these other roots. There's all of this mixture in our hearts. And uh, the Lord is telling us, and I, I believe that many of us have been sobered up by what is happening in, in the world as God is shaking uh, everything, that we hear and we know that God is telling us that now is the time to, to make sure that we are standing firm, that, that we have our feet firmly placed, that we 
are in fact holding on with both hands to the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, but for that to be the case, uh, as James tells us, before we can receive the word, before we can receive this word with meekness, we first need to put away these filthiness. We first need to put away all rampant wickedness. And I've seen so much, you know, I, I get opportunity to um, speak a lot to people who are very, very broken. One of the many times I, I, I go down to Melbourne and I, I, I speak at a ministry that, that reaches out to broken people, homeless people, people who are really um, in, in great need, um, both physically and spiritually. And so many times um, I see when I present Christ, when the word of God comes, people are so quick that they want Jesus to address the fruit in their life, the bad fruit in their life. They want Jesus to help with the sickness. They want Jesus to help with the suffering, with the broken relationships. They want Jesus to help with, with the pain. They want Jesus to help with circumstances. But the root that brought about this bad fruit, the root that, that caused these things to come out, the, the idolatry or the pride or the lust, uh, these things they don't want to be touched. And I've seen this in church, that there seems to be a, a measure of how far the Lord Jesus can go sometimes, how deep he can go. And I just, I want to encourage us this morning that we have that prayer that David had, you know, search my heart, O God. Take your word, take your word, which is a lamp, and search my heart, Lord, because I want my heart to be pure and holy i want my heart to be solely dedicated to the word i can't have half of my heart i can't have 10 percent of my heart. i can't have a soil that is not solely dedicated to produce this this word that i'm, I'm, I'm about to receive and that i'm receiving daily you see the word will continue to come the, the, the word that, that is, is there, God will speak to his people. God was the shepherd will speak to his sheep. But brothers and sisters, I just pray that our hearts are empty. Our, 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 these other roots that, that, is, that has been, been either from, from, from our previous life or we've, we've, we've allowed it to creep in, that, that the Lord wants to deal with these roots now. Uh, it's this is the time there is there isn't more time to think about um, getting right and, and, and steadfast you know steadfastness and perseverance is, is the thing I see very rarely I see very rarely I still see a lot of up and down Christianity and times are not going to necessarily get easier uh, this is a time when the Lord says to us to endure to persevere and we need to have these roots that goes deep into Christ. And uh, before I, I, I want to speak, God has put three things on my heart about roots that, that things that we as, as believers need to be rooted in. I just want to first um, talk about three roots that needs to get out of our hearts. Um, that it cannot, it, it, these things are, are so prevalent. These things uh, um, 
can creep back in and and we need to be sure that you know as the, the, that the lord will will shine his word in our hearts and if the holy spirit is speaking to you today that you would confess today today is the day of of salvation today the lord wants to to get in there and and get this this root this root out and um the three things that the lord has pressed upon my heart is these are things that i have struggled with in the past and and the lord has worked he's, he's brought the, the knife of his word and and cut these things out but um unless we get these things out uh, we are not going to be uh, strong we're not going to be steadfast we're not going to be firm in these days to come um and and the first the first one i i would like to speak about um is what is mentioned in, in 1 timothy chapter 6 in verse 10 and, and it's a verse we know that the the love of money is the root of all kinds of evils and it produce all kinds of fruits in in our lives now um uh we know that in large part of christendom i'm not really concerned about how uh you know what other people are doing and and we we know that with the prosperity gospel and all of these things that is twisted and perverted uh what the word of god has to say about money but one thing brothers and sisters that you know i want to humbly i uh, just admit to you that uh, even though I, I've, I've never ascribed to these things, when I got born again, I had a radical conversion, I had a love for Jesus. But just living in the West, just being in Babylon as, as it is, and, and being amidst of this, this, this place, uh, I've realized that my heart has been tainted at points to this. This has touched me, you know, and um, I have, uh, Paul encourages Timothy, Timothy in this passage, and he says that he, Timothy has to be without spot concerning, concerning this. And uh, my, my prayer is that, brothers and sisters, uh, this, this love for, for money is, 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 something we we need to deal with in the days that we live um a word that the lord gave me a, a year or two ago um brother phil you, the screen just disappeared or, or, am i still on hello okay all right so i should just continue All right, praise the Lord. So uh, a word that the Lord gave me, um, this is about a, a year and a half ago. Um, we were in church. We were praising God. We were worshiping God um, in, in church. And as I was, was just singing to the Lord, um, the Lord just said into my heart, my people are, are poor. My people are poor. And I was uh, really, uh, it just it broke my heart. And you see, obviously, if we look around us today and we see how the whole world has responded when their kingdom falls, 
we see the fear we see the anxiety we see when when the world loses its treasures jesus said that these treasures are corruptible they can fade but when the world loses and there's there's this angst there is this there's this cry going around the world because uh they're what they have collected what they've accumulated what they have trusted in it's falling right before them um and it's moving people but even in the even in in, in the church uh, uh you you have seen wide cross uh, widespread panic um but you know as as i as the lord was speaking this word in my heart about um his people being poor you know the bible says that every christian is rich and i'm not talking about the the physical wealth here but i'm talking about that we are rich in christ we have been blessed with every spiritual blessing that is in christ in the heavenly places and you see um there is this unsearchable wealth in jesus that is for us and the more we press into christ and the more we follow jesus uh, and the more we get to know him um the more he changes us and the, the the more we are enriched with his life and enriched with his glory and we have a wealth that the world doesn't have but when the lord was saying this into my heart it, it was so strong that you know in in the west today in the western church i can only speak about western church because this is what i've seen uh we largely as a church we are poor we 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 are we do not have the this 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 glory of god and when i read the book of acts and i see what the early church was like and i see that the power and i see the presence of god and i see the life and i i see these things we 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 are a poor people but the thing that troubles me the, the the most is when i look at the world and i see the world have a cry when when their their you know their kingdom is 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 collapsing before them and when their wealth is touched when there's a, a crisis even before this crisis when the, the gfc was there in 2008 there was a crisis in the economy and and there was a cry from the world but in the west we had a we've had a, a crisis in the church for a long time and there is such little cry there's such a, 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 a little concern and i pray that the lord will stir us brothers and sisters that we will get rid of this love for money and start to have a real desire to be rich in christ to to pursue what is in christ for us um I, I have said always the rich church is the one who has God in his full glory. And I believe God wants to really restore that in the last days. I, I believe he will have a, a, a victorious bride, a bride that is shining, adorned with his glory, able to testify, able to stand, able to point people to Jesus, able to show a hope that cannot fail. 
And Rosa says, just, I want to be part of that bride. I, I, I'm seeking that. And for that, I need to get rid of this love for money in my whatever stain I have, whatever root is in there, uh, what, whatever trust or security I'm still finding in the things of the world. Now is the time to let this be uprooted and be firmly planted in the kingdom of God. Uh, do not waste time anymore with these things. Um, God promises that he will, he's our shepherd, he feeds us, and, and, and it's not just, you know, spiritually, but he, he will look after us physically. He's a, he's a good father. He, he loves us. Um, but we have to be, be, start to become radical in this area. And it's something that the Lord has continued to press on my heart. And, 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 and the church in the West, uh, uh, all of us, we, we might look, and, and this is where we can't compare ourselves to Christendom. We, and it's so easy to compare ourselves to Christendom and, and, and think that, that we don't have these things. But I just pray that uh, you would have that, that humility, that meekness this, this morning where you are and say, Lord, if I have this, if I have this in my heart, Lord God, please reveal that. I, I, I want to be clean of this root. I, I know what, all, what, what fruit this root can produce. And I want to be sure that I, I'm seeking the riches that is in Christ. I'm pursuing the, the, and st storing up treasures in heaven where, where it cannot be corrupted, where the moth can't, can't get to. And um, so this is, this is the first root that I really want to encourage us. Let's, let's make sure that this is not there. We, we get rid of this. Um, the, the, next, the next thing that I, I believe is a, is a very deep root in Christians today, and this is something that is in me. You know, uh, I'm really not trying to, to uh, this is something, everything, all these things is what the Lord has been speaking to me. And I'm just sharing these things with you this morning. But uh, one of these, uh, these things is, is a root of, of, of unbelief. Um, I believe that the, the, the days that we are, are uh, as ahead for us um, is, is going to require faith, that uh, a, a tested faith, a faith that really stands on the word of God and uh, uh, a faith that uh, takes God at his word. Um, and I have seen um, when things crumble, when things shake, this is always, remember the, the storm always reveals our foundation. Uh, the storm doesn't, doesn't, you know, uh, dictate what our foundation is. or The storm reveals it. The test reveals it. And um, the Lord has, has just been pressing on my heart that, that the church in, in, in here in Brisbane and, and, and largely in the West, we need to grow in our faith. And really start walking in faith. What I have seen, the best antidote to unbelief I, is to start walking in faith. The best antidote to unbelief is to start walking in faith. Um, and there is going to be times where 
circumstances is going to look different uh, to what uh, we're used to. Uh, and we're not always going to have uh, the privilege of trusting our eyes and our ears, what we hear and what we see, but we're going to have to be people of faith. We're going to have to hear the word of God and what we've read and what God has been showing us and walking with us and teaching us. We're going to have to start taking these things and applying them in our lives. Um, you know, and may, may, most of you will not, not know this, but I was born with macular degeneration. Um, I'm legally blind. Um, I've m lost most of my vision. And um, I know something of blindness. Um, and when it gets very dark, um, I have to humble myself. And I have to, if it's my wife or someone who next to me, I have to put my trust in someone to lead me through that darkness. Because it will be foolish to trust in my own vision and what I have. And brothers and sisters, Darkness is coming across the world. You know, Jesus, every time he speaks about his coming, he says he's coming in the night. The night over and over again. And praise God, we have his light in us. We have his word. We have his spirit. But brothers and sisters, it's time to, to give the steering wheel to Jesus. Do not rely on your vision. Rely on the Lord Jesus Christ. Hold on to him and let him be your shepherd. Draw near to him because he is the one who can lead us through these things. He is the one who can shepherd us through these things. He's the one who sees and he will pass his vision. He will make us see. He will, he will show us. But it's going to be with the eyes of our heart. It's not going to be with our physical eyes. It's not going to be with our physical ears. We're going to be, have to be people of faith. And um, this comes to everything, how God's going to use us, how God's going to want to use us in the future, uh, being bold for Christ. God is looking for a people who will trust him, who will arise and say, I will believe in the Lord. Brothers and sisters, this is so important. And uh, let, us, let us ask the Lord if Lord, I know there's areas where this unbelief, I, I seemingly can't shake it. I, I just, it just so easily comes in and, and let us invite the Lord. If, if there's areas in your life and, and the Holy Spirit might touch, touch these things this morning, I just pray that you invite the Lord in because the Lord wants to deal with that. The Lord wants to get rid of these things um, and replace it with faith. Uh, it can never be, we can't just have an empty space to always be filled with something. And, and let's replace unbelief with, with faith. The third, the third route that I want to mention um, that uh, the Lord pressed on my heart um, is uh, the root of bitterness that's mentioned in the book of Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 12. Uh, verse 15. Um, and I know that uh, 
you know, many, many Christians talk about the root of bitterness. So we're talking about a root of bitterness that can rise up and defile many, as the book of Hebrews speaks about in Hebrews chapter 12. Uh, they, we, we talk about having bitterness in our heart towards our brothers and sisters, having bitterness towards uh, uh, other people, um, and that that could spread and, and, and it can really create an, uh, uh, an environment, a very uh, unhealthy environment. And of course, if, if we have bitterness in our heart towards a brother or sister or towards anyone, um, may the Lord grant us repentance this morning. And, and we need to deal with that because if we have bitterness like that in our hearts, we're not going to be steadfast or persevere. Uh, this is a warning. Jesus says in the last days, the love of many will grow cold. Brother will betray brother. This is something we have to be vigilant about. Um, you know, we, we have to be patient with one another. We have to love one another in these days. We have to intentionally seek to, to draw closer to one another and, and, and preserve the unity of the body um, so, so that we give no occasion for anyone to stumble and no occasion for Satan. Uh, we, we do not want to be ignorant of Satan's schemes. And, and he will try his very best to, to bring all of this among us. And, and so let us be sure that our hearts are, are clean of these things. Uh, this morning, if, if we have something like that, let us repent this morning. Let us get clean. Let us so that so God's word, so we can receive this, this implanted word that, that is able to save our souls. But I want to mention an, uh, another application here in this passage, and uh, just because of the context in Hebrews. Of course, before Hebrews 12, uh, we have the faith chapter, Hebrews 11, and Paul is encouraging Jewish believers who were tempted to leave Christ and go back to the old covenant and the temple sacrifices. Um, and he, the, the main root um, uh, and fight of, of uh, an, an exhortation is, is this apostasy, this, this leaving of Jesus. And whether it be persecution that, that's forcing brothers and, uh, the, the, the brothers and sisters there, the people there to leave Jesus or, uh, or, or um, you know, anything like, uh, you know, losing, losing houses or homes or whatever it might have been, uh, they were put under severe pressure um, and they were thinking of, of going back under, underneath the law. And um, then the author of Hebrews is, goes into Hebrews chapter 11 and, and, and talks about this faith and, and he shows all those who have gone before and how they have persevered and how God has been faithful to them. Um, and it leads into Hebrews chapter 12 about Christ and, and how we are to cast off anything that hinders us from running this race and to look at Jesus who's the author, the originator and finisher and completer of our perfecter of our faith. And then the exhortation comes about, again, this, this persevering and, and, and knowing that this, this battle against, against sin and, and, and not to give in and, and that we are to 
um, embrace the discipline of the Lord and, and that this is not something to despise, but God loves in whom he disciplines. And he then warns about, in verse 15, about uh, this, to be aware of this root of bitterness that might sp spring up. Um, and he, he then also goes to mention Esau. Um, and and I, I, I want to just uh, draw a, an, another application of this root of, of bitterness. You see, in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 29, um, uh, in, in, in Moses' famous speech to Israel just before they entered the promised land, uh, God is about to renew his covenant with Israel. And um, he mentions uh, a bit of history of how God has, has, has dealt with Israel and delivered them and brought them to where they are. But in, from verse 16 uh, and 17, he, he admonishes the people of Israel. He admonishes them and he tells them that um, they are to heed to the word that he speaks today. And that they are to be sure that there is not this heart in them uh, where they have this root that will produce poisonous fruit, this root of, of, of bitterness that will produce bitter fruit that has the attitude that uh, says in their heart that uh, they will continue to have their idols and they will continue in the path that they are walking. Um, and, and God says, don't let there be such a root in you. And um, it's interesting when the book of Hebrews, the author of Hebrews, talks about the root of, of bitterness, it mentions Esau. And you see, Esau was a man who we know from the book of Genesis who uh, despised the inheritance and the blessing of God by the way he lived. He was a very immoral man. The book of Hebrews tells us that. And that thinking of Esau was despite the way he lived his life, despite the path he was walking, uh, he thought that the blessing will always be his. And um, he found out too late that that the blessing wasn't there and, and, and he couldn't find repentance and he, he, he couldn't, he couldn't turn. And, um, I, I really want to exhort you this morning that maybe for some of you, the Lord knows I don't, but for some of you, the Lord has spoken to you about something for a long time that he wanted you to stop doing, to, to turn from, to repent. And you've laid that off. You've, you've not dealt with that. And maybe it's, it's something hidden. Others can't see it. it, you know, but it's something there. And, and you know, it, it, you know that the Lord has, has been trying to, to speak to you about this thing for a while. But in your heart, you, you've just continued to walk in this way. And I, 
just want to encourage you by our God who is rich in mercy. Hallelujah. And who is full of grace, even this morning, that God is, is inviting you to, to confess that and to, to turn from that. And that there's power in Jesus, to if you're in bondage, to, to set you free and to cleanse you and to clean you this morning. You don't have to be a, a, a bondage to this thing. You can turn from it. God wants to save you from it. But don't keep it hidden. Bring it into the light this morning. Bring it to the surface. Bring this root and give it to Christ this morning because he is a mighty savior. And he can get rid of this root. Don't keep it hidden. The Holy Spirit wants to speak to you about that this morning. Don't keep it hidden. Bring it to the surface and let Jesus deal with that this morning. These are just three things. There are much more, I'm sure. But this is just three things I, I was pressed to share with you this morning. Roots that, that the Lord wants to remove and to get rid of um, so that you might, your roots might go deep in the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, and so I want to finish just with three things that I want to encourage you this morning to be rooted in. That you be sure that as we are moving in the days that we are going in, that you are rooted in these things. The first thing is this. It's a very simple thing. But I've met so many Christians who are not rooted in this. And it's this, that God loves you. I know it's a very simple thing, but brothers and sisters, we are to be sure that we are rooted and grounded in the love of God that surpasses all understanding, especially in the days that we are going in. You know, before we can speak about loving one another and loving God, John tells us, Apostle John tells us, first, he loved us. And we cannot be doubting his love. You see, Satan has sowed his lies and his deceit in Christendom for many years now in the West. And for many people, God's love is, is measured by how things go in life. And when things don't go well, they start to doubt whether their father in heaven loves them, cares for them. And you look at Christ, our perfect example, and everything he faced, all the opposition, all the all the 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 suffering, the pain, the loneliness, the battle. But this is someone who Christ never doubted the love of the Father. Christ was always sure that God was, was there. And Christ never me measured his circumstances to somehow reflect the love of God. And brothers and sisters, I, I want to press this in your heart that you need to be sure and know this. It's a joyous thing. My father in heaven loves me and cares for me. He's for me, not against me. 
and his plans for me is good. Even if there is going to be suffering and trial and God's going to refine his church and purify it, he's going to have a pure and spotless bride. It, it is all going to work out good for those who love him. And you can trust in the love of God. Don't, don't doubt it and be sure that you are rooted in it. I believe that why we struggle to love others, why we struggle to, to even love God the way we should to, be, to have this, this, this overflow of the love of God in our lives is often of this root. And um, whatever, you know, we might have, might have experienced in earthly relationships that affects this. I just want you to know, the Holy Spirit wants you to know this morning, what if God says, God loves you. And it's something that you are to be rooted in this morning. Something that God wants us all to stand firm in, in the days to come. The second thing is very important. I want to ask you this question. Are you in the will of God? Are you in the will of God? Brothers and sisters, uh, the days that we live in, we need to know, I need to know, you need to know that you are in the will of God. You need to be rooted in that. Oh, most Christians I, I've met, they, you know, it's you know, okay, we, we go to church, we, 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 we read the Bible and so on, but have they ever have you ever sought God's will for your life? Are you sure that, that where you are, what you do, your life is, is in his will? Because you see, when that is the case, you have an overwhelming peace, a peace that surpasses all understanding, a peace that will guard your heart. You see, again, look at Christ. He had really big mountains in front of him. He had a lot of opposition. He, he had a huge mission to fulfill. But he had this peace in him. Because he was doing the will of his father. He knew he was in the will of his father. And one thing I can say, though I've got much to change and to grow, but when I wake up in the morning, I have this peace in my heart. Why? Because I know I'm in the will of God. And I pray, brothers and sisters, that this morning... That if this is not something you've sought, if this is not something you're sure of, that today is the day you will see God's will for your life. Do not push it ahead. Do not ignore it. Uh, because we all have to stand before Christ and answer. God has have a, have a purpose for all of us. He has a place for all of us. He has a place in the body for all of us. Uh, God is going to use his church in the last days. but. We have to be sure, am I in the will of God? And, and that is going to be peace. That's going to bring peace and, and a peace that, that, that the world doesn't have. But we have to be sure. We have to be rooted in this. And number three, 
Again, I want to ask you this question. Are you more a doer of the word than a hearer of the word? Have you grown in this? One of the biggest problems in the Christianity that I'm in and the Christianity I'm sure that's over there is we are all hearers and so little doers. And many struggle to grow in this area. We, we hear sermon after sermon. We read and, and we are exposed to so much light. Many times I tremble about this. To whom much is given, much will be expected, the word of God says. But we've been given so much. But I don't see the, 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 the response always that, that, that should come. And the Lord is telling us in the last days, it is those who do the word that will abide forever. Do you hear what the word of God is saying? It's those who do the word of God that will abide forever. This is something we must grow in. This is something we must root in, be rooted in. We can no longer be those who simply hear and hear and hear and hear. We have to treasure the word of God. We have to be, this is, this is, it's like Proverbs says that his precepts, his commandments, his word, it's like jewels. We have to treasure it. We have to put it like a necklace around our neck. We have to carry it, brothers and sisters. This is valuable. This is valuable. Uh, we can no longer treat it as a common thing and just hear it. We have to become doers. You see, the implanted word is the doing word. That's how the word gets in us. That's how it transforms us. It's the word that we respond to. So why so much of the, the, the response that we, that so little change, so little transformation is not because we don't hear often the right things. It's not because the Lord doesn't speak. But for us, it's often just because we just don't give our whole hearts to it. We don't respond. And I'm, I'm guilty of this. But the Lord is telling us now is the time to repent. Now is the time to make sure that we are more doers of the word than hearers of the word. That's exactly what James says. James, after he talks about receiving the word with meekness, which is able to save our souls. Directly after that, he speaks about those about not being just hearers of the word, but doers as well. These are, I know there's probably so much more that can be shared, but this is what I have from the Lord. And I, I give to you and I just encourage you and exhort you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't take this time for granted. Don't procrastinate intentionally fight the spirit of of lethargy and of lukewarmness still that's still there i can still it's still see it i can still sense it i can still feel it even though there's so much shaking it's amazing so many people are wasting time still now is the time brothers and sisters draw near to the lord and he will draw near to you i just would like to finish with prayer
Father, I thank you, Lord, for your word. Lord, I just pray for all those who, Lord, I don't know who they are, but I pray for those, Lord, who, whom you've spoken to this morning. Lord, I pray for my heart and for all the hearts, Lord. Lord, we pray that this meeting will count for eternity, Lord. We pray, Lord, that there will be much transformation, Father, that you will plant this word, that you will be able to get rid of the weeds, get rid of the things, Lord, in our hearts that needs to go, Lord, and that you would establish us, Lord, in Christ firmly for the days that is to come. I pray for my brothers and sisters, Lord. Lord, bless them. Fill them with your Holy Spirit, Lord. Give them a hunger for righteousness, Lord. I pray, Lord, that they will create in them a seeking that they have not had before. They will press in. They will, Lord, have a, a radical desire to know you more. Lord, I pray for all of us for these things. As the time gets darker, Lord, help us to shine brighter. We pray this in your mighty name. Amen. Amen, brother. I uh, thank you for sharing that word. Uh, my mind went to Deuteronomy chapter 32, the last words of Moses to Israel before he died. And he said these words in verse 46. He said to them, take to your heart all the words which I am warning you today which you shall command your sons to observe carefully even all the words of this law. For it is not an idle word for you. Indeed, it is your life. And by this word, you shall prolong your days in the land which you are about to cross the Jordan to possess. And then uh, dropping forward to Chapter 31, Moses speaking to Joshua in verse 7, in the sight of all Israel, says this, Be strong and courageous, for you shall go with this people into the land which the Lord has sworn to their fathers to give them. And you shall give it to them as an inheritance. And the Lord is the one who goes ahead of you. He will be with you. You will not fail you or forsake you do not fear or be dismayed Amen. and i as i was listening to this word of the lord this deep challenge that you gave to us this word of exhortation lord put this word in my heart that the lord has promised this new covenant life to all of his people Amen. in every nation under heaven and this new uh, covenant life he has promised to those who seek him, who, uh, who do not take his word as an idle word, but they take it to heart. And these things that you have shared with us are a real life. And we don't need to be dismayed or, or fear, but rather know that the Lord himself has prepared this way to walk 
in it, for us to walk in it and to follow him. He's our forerunner, and Jesus himself has gone ahead of us, prepared the way, and now can lead us into it by his Holy Spirit and empower us to live this life, uh, strengthen us and guide us into all truth. So thank you for sharing this word with us. I I think it will be a word that... uh, the Lord will root in each of our hearts. And I pray that it will take root and not be a word that is cast by the wayside, which the birds of the air will come and take away, or that thorns will choke up, uh, grow up and choke out, but rather it will be a word that will bring forth much fruit for his glory. The Lord bless you, Brother JP. Thank you for sharing this word with us. And... Uh, God willing, we'll see each other again soon. Amen. Thank you for having me, brother. God bless everyone. Praise the Lord. God bless every one of you for joining us, our church family, and those others who are watching online. Thank you for spending this time together with us. May the Lord um, put this word in your heart. Write it on your heart and in our minds as he promised him it is. That's that's the new covenant that he promised in Hebrews 8, that he will write it on our hearts and on our minds. Take care and the Lord be with you.